Welcome to Silently Bleeding, Hope for the Pastor's Wife. I'm your host, Jan McIntyre. Thank you for joining us today. Dr. Beth Grant is our special guest, and we are talking about the power of forgiveness. Today, we are talking about power or poison you choose. Beth, what is that about? What is that about? Well, it's actually something that is very basic to our lives as women and as women ministers and families in ministry. Um, When our daughter, Rebecca, was 16 years old, we were in a public meeting and a leader asked her, was interviewing her. Now, you have your children as a minister. Suddenly, your child is 16 years of age is being interviewed. What's it like to be a PK or an MK? And so this leader asked her in this conference, what's the most difficult thing for you as a missionary kid? I know there are some challenging things, but what's the most difficult thing for you? And she thought a second, and I was going, Jesus, help us. What's going to come out of this girl's mouth? You never, <laughs> never knew with Rebecca. And she says, I think it's when people are not treating my parents right. Mm. And when there is conflict. And we know that they are mistreating our parents. She said, that's the hardest. That's the hardest thing ever. And this leader who inquired didn't expect probably something quite so heavy. And he said, well, Rebecca, how did you handle that? And she said, well, my mom would not let us hold unforgiveness. He said, we're not going to live that way. We're not going to stay there. And, and so it, that became something that I became aware of. And I was already aware of it as we walked through years. And Jan, in all honesty, as a leader, we always have some folks that are not thrilled with our leadership. Right. <laughs> and and that's, that's human nature. But that that doesn't mean it's not very personal when it's happening. And I think as as women of God, God gives us grace. If somebody is not happy with me, I think it's easier for me to have grace for that Mm -hmm. than it is if it's my husband. And sometimes they they would be he was the he was the leader. Mm -hmm. And so I knew there were a period of five years I woke up every day knowing a small group of people were going after him and would have loved to see him out of missions and out of ministry. Wow. Wow. And we knew that, and they were spreading anything they could as far and wide as they could on two continents. And I have to question. Can I ask you a question? Were these Christian people trying to get him out of ministry? They would say so. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, <laughs> were, were they Christian people? Yes. Yes. In the body, in ministry. And they just had a huge disagreement philosophically with my husband. But sometimes I think in the body of Christ, 
rather than say we have a disagreement of how we look at something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people want to carry it a step further and make it a spiritual or ethical issue. Mm. It is, but sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it is a different approach to leadership. And then especially when you're involving different cultures, mm. it's a very different matter again. So I found myself over a period of time when this happened, Jan, I had to come to a place where privately I said, okay, God, these people may never in this lifetime realize what they're doing. Yeah. They may never in this lifetime mm-hmm. apologize to my husband or to myself, but I'm going to get up every morning and in my devotions, I would say, okay, God, I know today this is happening. Mm-hmm. They are actively, actively spreading things that I know are not true. But there's nothing I could do about it at that time. And not, neither could my husband. So I said, Lord, I choose, I will choose forgiveness today. If they never ask forgiveness, I choose forgiveness because you have so generously and graciously forgiven me. I will choose grace and I will choose forgiveness. I release that because they they will never be hurt by my unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hurting now. Right. But for me, in my spirit, to hold unforgiveness is toxic. Yes. It is not neutral. It is toxic. It is poison in my soul. And I begin to realize, Lord, if I hold unforgiveness, how can I turn around and tell the world Jesus forgives? And because of his grace, we can forgive. How can I teach and preach that with integrity? Yes. To others, when I am holding on to unforgiveness myself. So the best way we can preach and teach forgiveness is to live forgiveness every single day. And I had to choose it. But what happened was there's something freeing in in our spirit, our heart. When we say, I forgive, I'll never perhaps have the chance to do that face to face. But I can do it in my heart and spirit before God. As Jesus said on the cross, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And sometimes people do know what they're doing, but sometimes they don't. Right, right. Sometimes they are confused. Sometimes they've heard things that were not true mm-hmm. and they pick up offense and all this cares. But we can choose to walk in freedom. Now, where is this so important with what Re- the story I started out with Rebecca? The days that I found it hardest to forgive I was most aware that I had two young daughters, Mm. especially as they became 12, 13, and 16. During that time, I was so aware. They could feel when we would go to meetings, they could feel Mm -hmm. the hatred Mm. of people toward their father. Wow. They could feel it. And our kids feel that if we're a pastor, our, our kids feel that. Mm-hmm. And I knew, especially my younger one would be watching me and wanted to know, mom, how are you? How are you? I saw 
anger growing in our daughters. Mm. Anger on their parents' behalf. Mm-hmm. They feel so protective of us. They felt the hatred. And it would be, Mom, how are you doing? Are you okay? And especially the younger one was all ready to take up offense, both of them, and be angry on our behalf. And I realized, although I may feel I can choose to not forgive people, mm-hmm. my daughters were watching me every day during that period of several years to see what I was going to do with this. Right. I came to the realization, dear God, if Rebecca and Jennifer do not learn to forgive for me, their mom, mm-hmm. where in God's earth and this culture and this nation and where we are living now, where will they learn to forgive? Yes, yes. The closest one they can learn it from is from mom and from dad. Yeah. And I began to realize if I as much as hesitated when they said, mom, how are you? And I knew what they were talking about. If I hesitated, it's like, are you okay? They were ready to go to war. Mm-hmm. They were ready to pick up the sword for mom. Right. And I thought, dear God, I need to make sure with the Lord every day I can say, no, we're good. We're good. And the days they were struggling or I was struggling, we'd sit together at devotions at the kitchen table. And I'd say, we're going to choose to forgive. Yes. Because God has been gracious and generous with us. And how can I tell little girls in India who have been so traumatized and violated from the time they were little girls, Mm -hmm. how can I say to them, there's forgiveness? Yeah. If I can't find forgiveness in my heart Mm. for somebody in the church Mm -hmm. who has a problem with me, what are we saying? And so those years we walked every day. And that's why Rebecca said sometimes I would say to them, if they were ready to fight, I realized their readiness to fight on my behalf if unaddressed over time, if I didn't teach them to choose forgiveness and we chose to pray forgiveness, mm-hmm. I chose many times my husband was traveling, so it was the girls and I. If I didn't do that over time, their bitterness toward people that had hurt us could turn to hatred. Mm-hmm. And that could keep them out of heaven. Dear God, may they learn, may they learn grace. And forgiveness. Amen. Beth, for that precious lady that's watching right now and she's struggling with unforgiveness because of so much hurt, what would you say to her? I'd say there are some powerful, I have to go back to God's word. Mm-hmm. And there are powerful verses where and where the New Testament links our forgiveness with our generously forgiving mm-hmm. and to the extent to which we forgive and forgiveness is not a feeling right it's not a feeling i look at the life of jesus during that time i studied the theme of forgiveness and i looked for it 
and the life of Jesus. I made that part of my devotions and study and grace. And I looked and realized in Jesus' life and to this day, forgiveness as modeled by Jesus was not a case-by-case decision. Right. It was a way of life. Mm. He is, he was, he was love, he was grace. And so he, you know, anyone could come to him who truly wanted forgiveness and they would find it. And that includes us. Mm-hmm. So I begin to realize I cannot practice. We're not called to practice forgiveness as I will choose in a case by case manner, mm-hmm. whether I forgive people or not. No, as practiced and lived and modeled by Jesus, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And, and Jan, I think we have to, as women of God, can I choose grace? Mm-hmm. His grace is sufficient for me, yes. but will I choose to live grace? And even since our girls were that age, I look back and now I look where our nation is now. I was thinking and I wrote notes to myself. You have a hard time finding the concept or even vocabulary of forgiveness and grace in America today. Mm. Could you say that again? You will have a hard time finding the concept or, or vocabulary, even the words grace and forgiveness. You will have a hard time finding that in American culture today. Yes. It's so- like what a culture values is reflected and reinforced by our vocabulary. You, you have to hunt mm. for the word grace or forgiveness. It, more and more, it has always been so uniquely Christ-like. And it's a hallmark of, of the kingdom. Amen. It's forgiveness and grace. It is not being perpetuated in our culture. Our children are not going to learn about grace anywhere else. Mm. May they learn about grace and forgiveness at home. Yes. And then as leaders, may we turn around and share with other women, others in the body of Christ, other women leaders in ministry. This is who Jesus was. This is a hallmark. This, this is something that is characteristic of kingdom. Mm. This is one of the things that makes following Jesus unique mm-hmm. and life-changing because we are choosing his power, the power of forgiveness, the power of grace, over the poison of unforgiveness that will poison our very souls. Yes. Sometimes it's not what we say. A woman can take a platform. And what we have in our souls will color our message. If we are holding on to unforgiveness, I don't have to say a word about that. But if you give me the platform long enough, unforgiveness colors our spirit and our words. Oh, God, help us to be full of grace and need to forgive. Amen. One last question for you, Beth. Um, I think so many times people feel like forgiveness is saying, oh, that's okay. What you did is okay. And it's not okay. 
No. Could you speak to that? No, this forgiveness is not saying, I trust you. Some people are not trustworthy. Mm -hmm. So when I say I forgive, I forgave and choose to forgive the folks that were hurting my husband out to destroy him, literally. It's not saying I trust them, but it's saying I choose because of the grace and love of Jesus Christ. I choose to forgive them of what they are doing. Mm -hmm. Because my husband and I needed to move on. Yeah. And be busy about the work of our father in his kingdom. And if I am struggling under the weight of unforgiveness, it blocks the forgiveness that I can receive because that, that's right there in black and white in scripture. But this also frees me up to run with freedom, the race he has called me. To, but you don't put yourself out there for people that are not trustworthy, who are not ethical. We do not put ourselves out there for them to hurt us. Mm -hmm. So that's not wise. Jesus didn't say, okay, you know, he's not saying beat me up again. That's just not good. That's, that's not wise. Mm -hmm. So you can build some boundaries of protection. And you're not putting your children out there to say, I'm going to take a risk and trust you with my children. No, but, but we can say, no, my, I have, as a woman of God, I can make the choice to forgive. I'm going to, I'm going to say, possibly that person doesn't know what they're doing. That's possible. Mm -hmm. Jesus prayed that on the cross. So I always allowed that. Some of those folks literally didn't understand. They heard things that were not true and they picked it up. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, Lord, they may not understand, but I have to leave that with you. I choose forgiveness, Lord. Freely I have received, freely I will give. And I'm going to move on because there are too many good things that God has called us to do. I refuse to be enchained and handicapped by the poison of unforgiveness. Jesus can give us freedom. That's powerful. I pray that for my sister today, that as we're talking in the name of Jesus, they will choose forgiveness because he has generously forgiven us and he will in the future as we need forgiveness, he's there for us. Mm. I choose to extend it to others. Because there's, I want to live in freedom so that I can fulfill what he's calling us to do. Amen. May they be free today in Jesus' name. Yes. Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule for silently bleeding, finding hope for the pastor's wife. I, I honor you and I so appreciate your great wealth of wisdom and I pray God blesses you in ways you just never even dreamed possible. So thank you so much. Thank you, Jan. And thanks to you for what you're doing. To me, it's always it's an honor to be with other women ministers, those who are serving God in leadership. And my heart goes out to them today. So any chance, this opportunity to share this time together and encourage one another in Jesus means a whole lot. It's a gift. So thank you and God bless you.
for joining us on Silently Bleeding, Hope for the Pastor's Wife. Our next episode coming up, we'll be talking about attaining an unoffendable spirit.